0: You know what, Sam? What? The Carolina Hurricanes win game one. Yes, they did.
1: Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Caniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes. Hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we are back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. Sam, oh my God, my heart rate was up through pretty much 100% of that game.
0: Yep, and I will say what I just tweeted in plain English. You start Ronta on Wednesday. If you don't, I can't help you. Start the goalie who is clearly hot. He would have had a shutout if not for a minor mistake, and it didn't cost. He let in a bad goal. Not even going to tell you otherwise. It was a horrible goal, but he didn't follow it up with another bad goal. He followed it up with an unbelievable save, something that Anderson has not done. You start Ronta on Wednesday, period. He was outstanding.
1: You know, it was also outstanding, too. Um, even though the last two power plays weren't up to par, the power play. And we'll get to that as Aho scores on the very first power play from Burns and Natchez. Boy, what a laser shot and a great pass from Burns. Um, The crowd exploded right there when we score the first goal of the entire NHL playoffs.
0: Yeah, and you know what? That's what we've come to expect from this team, though, right? We've come to expect that they are going to score the first goal. They are going to win at home in the playoffs. That's what we've come to expect, and that's what we're going to expect. And they met expectations again. They won at home in The playoffs in the loudest house of the National Hockey League,
1: yes, definitely. Uh, the, again, just a great goal by Ajo. And in the second period, another power play goal from Nason, uh, a, a laser shot from Burns up on the point. I thought Burns was one of the best players on the team, and we will get to our three stars of the game, um, at the end, but uh, Nason. I mean, when you look at the replay of that goal, what an amazing tip. And you can tell Sorokin, he was looking where that puck went because he had no idea where that puck was.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I just – Sorokin still – I mean, he still had a good game. I mean, he, he had a really good game. Really, that third period, he
1: didn't allow anything. No.
0: And at the end of the day, you got to look at it this way. Your goaltender – was equally as good as Sorokin was. That's what you need. That's more than what you have to ask from Ranta, in all honesty, right? So, <laughs> good. That's what you want. And I'm glad we were able to, to get two on Sorokin. Hopefully we can do that and more as we go on. And, the, and, the, and like you said, the power play was great tonight.
1: Yes, it was. The 2-4-4, uh, four, four, that's pretty good. You get 50%. Of your power plays, even though I think there should have been a four minute power play at the end with the Brady Shea um, high stick because he there was blood and I to me, that's my only critique of the refs is that they should have called that. There were a couple especially of when there was blood.
0: I mean, you you and I both know the argument we've made all season isn't that Carolina wasn't committing penalties, is that they weren't officiating the game evenly, and they didn't do that tonight again. They called a slash late. Was it a slash? Yeah, but it was a really late call on Burns, and if you don't catch it in the moment, I don't think you should be able to call it three seconds later, which is about how much time had elapsed before you made the call, and then you just miss an even more egregious penalty when it was a high stick on on Shea where blood was drawn it was clearly a penalty and you don't call it I mean if you didn't see it you I also find that hard to believe
1: you also didn't like that interference on Shea I believe that was Shea too. I thought that
0: was a soft call I thought it was a really soft call um and I don't feel like they called that I don't think like they called interference that way the whole game so that was my problem for sure
1: Yeah, I think there's a good argument to be made there. Um, But each team ends up with uh, four power play goals, and Carolina, they win the power play department. What's interesting is, I mean, I believe that as long as you don't allow any power play goals, then you're pretty, I think, set pretty good for the playoffs. But Carolina they took it one step further in this game to where they did not allow any power play goals, yep. but they also were able to score two power play goals. So
0: winning the spe- special teams by winning it, you win the game. Yeah. And you, they won special teams today, which is something Carolina hasn't really done lately. So I think it comes to show that maybe this team understands that it's the playoffs. Which is what, you know, we weren't sure what was going to happen, right? Were we going to get how Carolina had been playing? Are we going to get Carolina that was last season in the postseason, right? Really good team at home, especially at home in the playoffs. Now, I believe we can be – I think beating New York and New York isn't going to be a problem if they keep playing this way. And if they keep winning special teams, you're going to win the series, right? You have to mitigate the kind of goals that was allowed tonight – it was a fluky goal. It was one you definitely don't want to see happen again, but I think Ronta more than made up for it with how many unbelievable saves he made. The problem is you would have had Anderson give up one and then give up another, and it just was, you know, it was a. It would kind of go downhill. I don't think we've seen that with Ronta this year. It's usually like a one bad goal, and that's it for him. And I think Ronta's going to... I think he'll start Wednesday. I think you have to start him Wednesday.
1: Oh, yeah, you ha- you do have to start Ronta Wednesday. You always have to play the hot goalie. I think that's just common sense mm-hmm. in today's playoffs, It's writing the hot goalie. And another thing, too, like... I know there are people that say, if you let in a soft goal, just, you're not going to win a game. After tonight's game, I think it's more important of... Yes, you don't want to let in a soft goal, but how do you react Mm -hmm. to letting in a soft goal? Because remember, if you want to look at this from a series standpoint, I mean, four games, your goalie is not going to get a shutout in four games. That's just not possible. So your goalie is probably going to let in. Maybe a soft goal here and, and there, but it's how you respond after letting that soft goal, and Ronta responded excellently. Again, I don't like soft goals as much as the next person. But the reality is, is that that's probably going to happen at some time in the playoffs, not just for Ronta, but for any goalie. Yep. And it depends how you respond, and Ronta responded very well after letting in that soft goal.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what you'd expect from Ronta. That, that's what we've seen from Ronta down the stretch, right? And I think that's why we are where we are at the moment uh, and why we won tonight is because of Auntie Ronta. The Islanders had some good chances. Had a couple of really good chances in the third to not only tie it, but to take a lead if he lets both of those in. So you let in a bad goal, but you you, you make up for it in not allowing a couple of great-A chances to go the that. Exactly.
1: And I, and I think, too, by responding doing very well of letting after letting in a soft goal is by not letting in soft goals. I think those two equate. I think there's yeah. some correl- correlation there. So uh, just a great game. And I think this was a game where I think kind of everybody kind of expected, mostly because I know there are quite a few people that pit Carolina more I think in the general consensus of things, uh, Carolina was favored to win the series over the Islanders, and I think everybody kind of saw, at the end of this game, kind of saw this kind of being this type of game. It's a grinding type of game, kind of like what you just said in our previous episode that released yesterday. It's going to be a very hard, grinding game, and it was... And there weren't a lot. I mean, three goals in a game combining the two teams. That's not a lot of goals. So it just showed. So the type of game kind of is what we expected.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it's going to be throughout this series. It's probably going to be two to one, three to two, one nothing kind of games because that's how these teams play.
1: Although I would have loved for us to score five goals, but <laughs> it would have been nice. It would have been nice. Less stressful. Yes. In fact, I would have loved if we played the Islanders team that we swept a few years ago, but it really seems like the Islanders have gotten better since then. I mean, they added Bo Horvat,
0: and Bo Horvat, he was killing it in the face-off circle. Yeah, I know. That was annoying. (laughs) Stahl normally doesn't lose things, but he was losing them, but... At the end of the day, it it worked out. Stahl started to progressively get better. So Stahl's going to have to learn to win those face-offs because that's the line he's going up against.
1: It's NBA playoffs time. That means Big Cube's action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, gets in on the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat-same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a same game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get the bonus bets back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with to- code THPN. Yes, it is. Um, What do you think was the most dangerous line tonight? Because I think it kind of comes down to the top three lines. I I I thought the fourth line had some action. Uh,
0: The fourth line was fine, but it was the worst of the four. Yes, uh, and I and
1: I think if it's the worst of the four, I think you are doing fine because you want your top nine players to be, be playing better than the fourth line. And also just the expectation of that fourth line itself doesn't equate to that of Ajo's line or KK's line. So I, that's one thing that
0: I think we need to remind ourselves of. But, yeah. but at the end of great. the day, great performance that's what we want that's what we all wanted it was a solid hard-working a plus effort from this team and I felt like we got it um you'll be there Wednesday oh yes I will you'll be taking your dad and I'm gonna take mine if it's needed game five uh as much as I would love to take my dad to a game I would like to sweep the Islanders but I think we're gonna probably be playing at least five games um So I'm going to be doing that. Uh, I am I'm looking for the special teams effort to follow this up in game two. So a couple things that I'm looking forward to ahead for the next game is special teams to keep it up, the penalty kill to keep going, not as much as the power play to keep it up. Don't expect the power play to go running. It'd be running at a 50% clip as much as I would like that. Don't expect it, and I don't think anyone should expect it. That's not fair for any team.
1: And the thing is, if you notice, during the last two power plays, we had Islanders adapted by trying to cover that one-timer spot from Burns. So you can tell they're learning our power play system, which isn't good. I mean, you would wish that our power play can never be learned to master, but it is what it is, and I think... Carolina's going to have to really um,
0: learn how to adapt, basically. Yeah. and I think that's fine. I mean, you're going to—that's that, what happens, all right? I mean, it worked twice, so you find a different iterations of what worked, right? That's just how things go, and I think you'll be fine. Again, at the end of the day, as long as the penalty kill— stays up at the clip that they're doing, not necessarily 100%, because you're you're not going to have a 100% penalty kill. You're going to allow a power play goal. But if you're, you're playing that way where, you know, if you allow one, okay, but your power play might compensate, and right now you're winning the special teams battle. You are. You have two power play goals and have allowed none. You are winning it by plus two. That's good. That's how you're going to win this series, and that's what
1: you need to expect. And this was a physical team physical game too um, i'm looking at the uh, stats of the game islanders they had the most hits 44 but we have 39 hits which is impressive for this team yes because we're not known to be a huge hitting team but i, I i've said this um it, it's been a while since i've said this but i truly think when the hurricanes are on their game there's a little bit of physicality in it and there was, yep. there's determination. The stall line proved to live up to its purpose by being a very big grinding physical line. The KK line proved to be a bit of a mixture, a little bit between the stall line and the Ajo line. Now I think the Ajo line kind of put up a, a few good hits. I saw Jarvis put up a, a, a couple of big hits and Aho, he was just determined. I think Aho was one of the best players tonight, and we saw that he scored in the first period. Great uh, performance from him. And another thing too, Sam, I thought Teravina looked really good this game.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what you need from, from this team. You need, you, and I think for this team to be super successful, that's what you have to have. And I think we got it tonight. And and if that is the sign of things to come, I think Carolina is in, in for a very good
1: series. Yes, definitely. Um, I've, I a couple of great things that I saw terrifying was them just battling along the boards. Um, I think especially during the PK at points. And just a great, I think probably one of the best passes I saw this game was Teravainen to Jarvis on a no-look pass. And Jarvis was not able to convert, but it was still a great pass. Teravainen did his job by um, passing it to Jarvis. Uh, Jarvis, I, I thought he played good, but I think there's another level that we could see him play at. Yeah. Um, I think he needs to get his... Get some confidence up in his shooting ability.
0: And I think that'll come. I really do. I think today helped a lot of players. Um, but I ask you if Pogliarvi, cause I think I saw more of what it was, isn't that he's a healthy scratch as much as he might be um banged up a little bit, so he may have been considered healthy but a precautionary out. Do you start Poliarvi Wednesday or step on? Um So I'd probably just leave the roster as it is
1: because they won. And I I don't think you really want to mess anything up. Now, I don't think there's going to be a huge drastic um, change when you put Poirier in the lineup. Yeah, But I think you need to – it's more of like a rewarding factor of rewarding the guys that are out on the ice that you've won. You – your reward is that you get to play another game. So I think that's kind of just the mindset I would have with Derek Step It's interesting because Polyarvey, I do think he's more skillful than Step but Steph uh, has the experience.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I think I mean me personally, I, I start Polyarvi just because of what he can be. Oh
1: yes, definitely. And I I think he's another player maybe a little bit like what I said about Jarvis. Once he scores a goal Maybe he can get hot. Uh, Stepan, I consider him more of a just a good defensive two-way player. But again, you need those type of players. And also, Stepon knows how to win when he was with the Rangers several yeah. years ago.
0: For sure. So, um, I think we had a great game. I expect more of the same Wednesday. I expect you to be loud. Expect your dad to be loud on Wednesday. I want to hear you through my TV. If I don't, we're going to have problems. So make sure that crowd is loud, going bonkers, going crazy.
1: I'll be sure to get a cameraman to uh, <laughs> sit
0: with me so I can be like, ah, <laughs> yes. So um, I'm ready for game two. Um, again, more of the same. Special teams and goaltending Stays, If it, you keep if this is how you play throughout the series in the playoffs, no, it's not going to be every game. But if you do it more often than not, you're going to be okay, and this team's going to be okay it's just a matter of consistency. So, I think they can do it. I think they can be consistent. It's just a matter of we'll take it one game at a time. One game at a time. All right. So, 3 stars Sam. What are yours? Uh oh, I'm going to I'm going to probably go with uh, third star um Aho, second star Nason, first star on Toronto. If I could do on Toronto really? for all three, I would do on Toronto for all three, but yeah, that's my stars. Uh uh Aho, Nason and uh Ronta. the goal scorers and the goalie, maybe a little lazy, but I love Nason's game and I liked Aho's game tonight. And Ronta was the reason you won the game. So <laughs> I figured that the two goal scorers who helped you get to two to one, and the guy who kept the score at one to nothing, won. So yeah, I, I like. Uh, I liked it.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to give honorable mentions before I do my three stars to Nason and. Um, probably to Chatfield because I thought those were two players that really brought it tonight. There could have been more, honestly, but to me, those are honorable mentions. My three stars, uh, number three, I th- I have as Ajo. He scores the first goal. Excellent. And I thought he really drove that line, even though I thought Terry Vinen played a much better game than we've seen him. And I thought Jarvis uh, showed just a, a little bit of that tenacity in his yep. game that we know he can bring. And the second star I would give to Auntie Ranta. Because even though he did let in a soft goal. Um, now, if he didn't let in that soft goal, I would have given Ranta my first star. I really would have. But second star because he really built a great game after letting in uh, that soft goal. And what's interesting, too, is that we're going to go on the PK anyways before um that goal that uh Ryan Pullock scored on so yeah it it is what it is and then my first star is going to be Brent Burns I score. thought Burns was the best player on the ice by far every I think every shift he had on the ice, he was just so dynamic. He had so many good quality chances. I think he could have had five goals with all the chances that he had in this game. So good. And I thought every shot he made um, really provided trouble for Sorokin. Now, I'm telling you, Sorokin, I mean, I agree with, uh, I believe it's what Tripp said in that uh, his rebound control isn't that good.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So, Canes need to take advantage of that. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: He's, and I, I agree with Trip mostly on most of what he said about Sorokin's game. I think to really uh, throw Sorokin uh, um, off of his game is you gotta score high on him because he's really he really is good down low. He really yeah. is,
0: and I think Carolina did that tonight. They obviously they had some chances that were five hole and lower half of the bet. But I think uh I think you learn and I mean I expect the islanders to come out pretty pretty angry on Wednesday, but I think Carolina just needs to keep playing their game. And I think that's also why I would put RV in there. He's a big body, he can go out there and hit. So I think that's a good thing just to have out there just in case the Islanders get even more physical. You'll have someone out there who can counter it. Especially without Svechnikov, right, take away his offensive ability. He was also really physical and really tough, tough guy to play against. So, but I think Carolina's in a good spot. You better, you, you prefer to be one nothing than zero and you know zero and one in the series. So you you did what you had to do. So
1: yes, although I, I I do think in order to win a playoff series, it might not be against the Islanders. At some point, you're going to have to win on the road. You might be able to get away with it with the Islanders. You might, but second. Conference finals, Stanley Cup, you have to win on the road once it gets to that point.
0: And I think you're going to see that against the Islanders. So I, I think you're going to get a road win. I, I, I think, I'm calling it now, Carolina wins game three. Really? Yeah, I think we take a three-nothing lead. I think Islanders win game four. Desperate times call for desperate measures. They win game four. And the Carolina, I think, could finish it in five. I mean, The Islanders might win two, but they definitely don't win three. But I think Carolina goes up three. Um. So Carolina either finishes it in game five or six, but there seven won't be needed.
1: Yes. And also you reminded me too. Um, it was great seeing fetch. Uh, I'm sounding the
0: siren. Yeah. Uh, I just, I bet that arena was rocking after that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was just so fun. Seeing, seeing an injured player, uh, who you could tell really wanted to, he was just really frustrated not getting back on the ice. And he was able to support his team by sounding the siren and being there cheering on for his team. and Cam Ward was there too, which was great to see. I know yeah. you saw his uh, pregame interview.
0: yeah, I love Cam Ward so any time Cam Ward's on TV, I'm watching so <laughs> I love Cam Ward.
1: oh yeah, definitely uh, just just a great game overall. and yep. we will see you guys after the second game
0: enjoy your day off unless you're gonna watch some, are you gonna watch tomorrow you're, you're gonna watch Tampa and Toronto I know that's as series m- you're watching
1: I might w- watch
0: some of that game I'm looking forward I'm just happy you know what? it's playoff hockey that's what matters but we will see you all after game two
1: Thanks for listening to the Kaniak Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniak Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter
0: at the Kaniak Report. We'll see you next time.